see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. So you're finally here. I'm close to being there now. I think I'm in. Hello? Yeah, this is like the clearest we've ever heard you, Jajala. It's because we're using my laptop. Yeah, I figured that that would be the case. Having a seizure. (laughs) Well, I mean, he does use a PC. So, I mean, that says a lot too, but. Yeah, I'm I'm finally in. Fair enough. It's better on T'Challa's computer. Welcome to Google on your new Mac. Okay. Oh, I'll just move it over here then. <laughs> All right. And what have we started? Well, I mean, we've been started. Welcome to another challenging episode of In the Stacks with Barry Latoya and, and T'Challa. No, that's not even close. Where'd he go? That was terrible. And T'Challa. There we go. That's so much better. So it is a bit past when we normally record, about 15 minutes past that time. I even got in the office early because I was like, you're going to bitch about me not being on time, which is early. Now you're super late. And, you know, here I am being the one complaining about my computer, but you definitely have some problems. Uh course you know we had to record today since you're not going to be wanting to record for the next two weeks whatever don't act like i'm the only one that like has stuff going on yeah but next week you're having tea with the queen and then the, the duchess that, my mother is the duchess and then the week after that she's going to be serving she has to spend like i don't know how much time you have to be at hard labor creek um <laughs> i think she's gonna be like breaking up rocks and making. That, yeah that's absolutely it making a you know a license plate okay. <laughs> uh, the state park we're gonna go stay in one of the cabins that's hard okay. labor creek yes okay but yeah i mean i have stuff to do so you know it is what it is so um what's been going on well for what's me popping? Are you talking about me or T'Challa? You. Now, what, what's popping? Come on. So for me, uh, just a lot of work. Um, I haven't worked this hard in a while, which is fine. You know, I'm always up for a challenge. But I do tell my, uh, my, my boss or really one of my best friends that, um, you know, I don't know. I wasn't really made for this. I wasn't expecting my 40s to be like a whole new career start. But it's, it's been challenging. It's been fun. Um, the other night we had, uh, the past couple of days, we've had really bad weather here. So actually before the show started, um, the power flickered and stuff here. So hopefully um, as the storm moves past, uh, it doesn't knock it out completely. But uh, I guess it was last night, night before last, we, um, the storm came through, so the power went out, and I thought, oh, well, it's going to be fine. It just went out for, like, you know, a couple minutes, 
or at least I thought it was going to be a couple minutes. Well, it was a couple hours, and I can't sleep without my CPAP, and neither could my husband. He can't sleep without his. So it was a very, very challenging night as I tossed and turned and did not get any sleep until the para came back at like three o'clock in the morning, at which point I, you know, immediately went to bed. But prior to doing so, realized that the internet, I thought the internet was just, you know, going to was working on coming back well in a separate unrelated issue the internet went down um and did not come back up until 11 o'clock yesterday so it's it's been a challenging past several hours or so but i did sleep in today i slept until after 10 so that was that was good for me um but outside of that um we're, uh, I'm here with Kay, of course, now that he comes home every evening, that's been, that's been really cool. Uh, we were watching the last part of the Wimbledon Ladies Championship uh, today, and then we um, started in on finished or getting caught up on Loki. So um, I'm about 10 minutes into season, uh, episode five of Loki right now, so... So yeah, that's that's been it. Episode five is by far the best um, episode of the series. Oh yeah. really? Okay, okay. Well then, yeah, definitely. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to to finishing that up, and then tonight we're supposed to be going over to Miles and Gwen's uh, to watch um, Black Widow. So uh, Black Widow was really good. Um, did you guys see it at home, or did you go to the theater? Um. We saw it at home. I, I really wanted to see it in the theater, but I'm still not confident in um, our local theater as far as their cleanliness. So that and, of course, you know, people now freely roaming without masks and not really knowing if they're vaccinated. So, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I liked Black Widow a lot. I mean, it's not like my favorite Marvel movie, but mm -hmm. it was really good. Okay. Um, Agreed. The character of uh, the Red Guardian, I, I felt, really stole every scene he's in. Um, so I really liked him. But I liked the new characters, and um, it, was, it was just a good movie. Cool, cool. Um, really, I think they, they could have easily made it just a, a spy movie. I mean, you could remove the superhero elements pretty easily from it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would imagine. So, I mean, it's definitely, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give it? Um, I know T'Challa said he gave it an 8. Okay, solid, um, solid. I'd probably give it a 7.5. Hmm, okay. Yeah. I, I Depending on my mood, I might go up to an 8. I wouldn't yeah. go over an 8. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't go over an 8 either. Yeah. Okay. But still so a I very would, solid I would movie. not go below a 6. Okay. I would think that... I'm I'm sure my score will come in somewhere in there. So, yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, we wanted to watch it when it came out on Thursday night, but since we had committed to seeing it with my brother and stuff, you know, we we opted not to. So, I'm hoping it is a fun experience. Of course, because generally speaking, we used to have a tradition of watching all Marvel movies together, and then my brother decided he needed to be a diva in some movies. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to go see it with my boys." Um, and does not invite us. So, um, so it's nice to, to be able to um, 
to, yeah, to, to see one with him. And, you know, again, hopefully this is one step closer to being back in the movie theaters. I don't know. With the variant going around, um, <laughs> speaking of which, Loki, um, with the Corona variant, uh, what is it, the Delta variant or whatever? Um, yeah. The concern is obviously that we may end up in some sort of lockdown again. But I know that we will be, the US will be the last ones to lock down. Like, I think people would have to be like die in the streets before the US will start to lock down again. Um, yeah. So. So yeah, but outside of that, what's going on with you guys? Um, not a whole lot. Um, I've been, uh, you know, uh, T'Challa got me to start watching Gotham because you know, okay. I stopped watching it a few episodes in. And, right. Uh, so I'm in season two now, and uh, and it's it's grown on me. Um, it's been pretty good. Um, I'm continuing to watch Shit's Creek. Uh, which is growing on me a lot. I'm, I'm about to start season three. Um, see what else? Um, the on um, Netflix, they've been showing these Fear Fear Street movies. Um, they take the name from the uh, R.L. Stein series mm-hmm. for young adults. Mm-hmm. I remember but, those. But there's no real connection otherwise. Um, but they're they're an R-rated trilogy. And they're dropping each movie once a week. So last week I watched Fear Street 1994. Um, right now I'm watching Fear Street 1968. And then uh, 1978, excuse me. And then um, the next one comes next week and it wraps it all up. Okay. Uh, I think it's like 17 something, whatever. But um, they've been really, really good. I mean, if you like slasher movies, they are excellent. Um, and they've got a lot of the Netflix kids in it. What I, that's what I refer to them as like, Mm. um, that, that girl who's, I can't think Maya Hawk, I think is her name, who was in, um, Stranger Things season three. Um, you watch Stranger Things, right? No. Oh, well, okay. All right. Um, and then, uh, another character, another actress, from Stranger Things is also in it. Um, so it's just a lot of folks that I've seen on other uh, Netflix shows and movies uh, are in this. Well, while we're talking about Netflix, let's talk about the dead baby in the room. So you made a suggestion. <laughs> no, no, that's not Netflix. That's Hulu. Whatever. It was a streaming service. Your father decided he was going to pass on a recommendation and generally speaking he he's right when he sends me stuff he's like oh you should watch this well this particular movie I was like "Uh, okay well you know I was intrigued because it had Pierce Brosnan and I like him so I made the mistake of believing your father I did check the so we watched the trailer and I was like this isn't what he described it was going to be because it said it was horror and all that stuff and you know I don't really do that thing but it was by far like the trippiest, like, I mean, it was like watching something on mushrooms or something. It was just, the movie was awful. I can't believe they paid money to actually make the movie. So you may have to watch it, Chitala, to... It's hardly all whatever. It's awful. What movie? False, whatever, false positive. False positive? Yeah. Huh. It would no, no. You have to watch it, T'Challa, simply because. 
Um, there was, there was, uh, I think it's interesting because several things it's like, you know, you're not sure whether she's insane or what's really happening, you know, because, um, Mm-hmm. You know, obviously she's got some mental issues. Well, see, and for me, I didn't think that she had mental issues. I just assumed that it was just the craziness of everything and whatever they happened to shoot her up with was causing her to, to have like these hallucinations and stuff. Anyway, T'Challa, you need to watch the movie so that you can decide for us if it is a good movie or a bad movie. So although, your father thinks it's good and I think it's bad. Although, you know, what I told her was, is mm. I said, it's like, a movie of the week only really fucked up whatever i said it's absolutely insane that's what i said no you didn't say it like that yes i did whatever but yeah he suggested that i watch it and i was like you know i mean so before we started it and we saw the trailer i was like you know I, i told Kay, i'm like i hope this is not one of those movies where i'm going to be pissed that i wasted some you know period of time in my life and that's exactly how i felt afterwards so i proceeded to texting and cussing out your dad so <laughs> it's actually you know i thought it was really interesting no um, yeah <laughs> it just i mean the acting was good yeah. so it made the movie tolerable but the plot was just like just because uh, you know there are parts where my my where Kay was like is this kind of like step stepford wives or you know it's just <laughs> You have to watch it, T'Challa. There's a lot of stuff where, you know, you don't, um, you don't really know exactly what's going on, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was really cool. Um, you know, the, um, I was looking at a lot of different reviews of it. A lot of people are, are actually pretty much, you know. <laughs> like what? Are they saying it's a good movie? Well, their reaction was like mine, which is that it's just crazy, you know. Um, Here's one says, da, 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 da. Um, I had the tiniest, tiniest bit of baby fever, but after watching this movie, I will never have a child. Yes. <laughs> the way it ends too. I was so pissed off. I was like, what the fuck? And then it ends. And it's like, ah, oh, geez. This one just okay. watched false positive on Hulu. I need a moment. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, it, no, no. I just watched false positive on hulu wtf did i just watch exactly (laughs) here's another one holy shit just watched false positive i'm so confused (laughs) okay see exactly that's awesome no No. i'm more confused after the movie than i was before (laughs) it started (laughs) oh yes t'challa please watch that movie that's your homework for for this week if you watch it movie is weird as fuck Mm-hmm. This one says somewhat freaky, left me conflicted. Yeah, it was it was disturbing, um, and the last scene is even more disturbing. So yeah. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but again, I can't get that time back. So I thought, I thought <laughs> your dad has lost all rights to re- recommending anything for me to watch. That sounds fun. I thought it was awesome um, to see uh, Pierce Brosnan as a as a bad guy mm-hmm. and i almost wish you know there's the one part where she saw her husband having sex with him mm-hmm. and i uh, wish that hadn't been a dream because i was like oh man that's the twist i didn't see coming but yeah that that movie um yeah you'll once you watch it t'challa you'll understand but it's just it's one of those where i'm like yeah i could have just not watched that movie 
And again, the acting is good, so you can't say it's like a terrible movie in that regard. It's just the plot is wacky. So it's cool to see things that are, you know, just kind of weird. No, I, I, so, I was looking for, I think I expected something completely different. Uh, Entertainment Weekly gave it a C minus. Mm-hmm. So I think I would, I would agree with them. But, what um, would you have given it? A B? Um, I I give it a B minus. Okay. Yeah, okay. I I give it a B minus. Um, you know, they, matter of fact, uh, Entertainment Weekly said that it's somewhere between horror and camp, and I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's de- I think that when they were making it, they knew, wow, we're making a fucked up movie. You know? Yes, I, they would have to have because. Uh, yeah no like if someone tried to pitch me that idea i would no no well you know hulu kept recommending it for me and i kept because they know you watch crap so so i kept putting it off and then one day i was like i watched a whole bunch of different horror movies and stuff and i was just like i don't know i want to watch something Mm -hmm. and um and i was like well i'll go watch that stupid thing on hulu that they kept recommending for me you know and um Mm -hmm. And you know, it was interesting. You, you do um, watch stupid things sometimes. But uh there you go. Yeah, it was interesting. So yes, um, Chala, you do have to watch it. It is your homework. Okay. So I'm reading um Once Upon a Time in Hollywood by Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Um, it has been incredible. Uh you know, I did get my final two posters, so I now have my full set of framed movie posters, uh, all the Tarantino ones. Mm-hmm. So uh, my entire living room is blanketed in Tarantino. Um, and uh, so I'm reading uh, the novelization, which is very different from the movie. Some of it is very similar, but there's a whole lot more detail to it. Um, you know, I, I love it. it. It takes the story and really makes it much deeper. Um, I'd, I would like to see him do this with all his movies. Yeah, um, cool. I would buy them all. But uh, matter of fact, at the back of this, there's an ad that says, um, want more Rick and Cliff? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the deluxe hardcover edition. Oh, geez. You the must have been thing like salivating. <laughs> With new material, including never before seen photos coming to a bookstore near you. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to have to buy this in hardcover. <laughs> of course. Of course you are. But it is, it's been so good. So good. Um, you say so well i mean i know that that's your jam though so well the movie right no i didn't end up seeing that movie i'm not a huge tarantino person i've only seen what like pulp fiction i know it's not even one of your favorites but i no 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 bill all of those are amazing yeah no what is wrong with you i think i've seen parts of kill bill but no, I haven't seen the because it's not one like two. Nope. Never okay, Django one. Unchained is a masterpiece, and so is uh, Kill Bill, and that's all I can say. Because isn't there is there two of them? The Kill Bills is it? A, yeah, it's part one and two. Yeah, they're they're one movie. They're just in two parts. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I just okay. after seeing Pulp Fiction, I'm like, I'm not really a Tarantino person because I know he's very very specific in his the way he does his films and eh, I'm good. 
But if, okay, so since I'm not taking the suggestion from you, Barry, but T'Challa, if I needed to watch a Tarantino movie, which one, if, I, if I'm only ever going to watch one, which one should I watch? Okay, knowing you, <laughs> Django Unchained. But if it was anyone else, I would say Kill Bill. Okay, all right. I just right. feel like you, per, I feel like Kill Bill is his greatest work but I feel like you personally would enjoy Django Unchained the most. But I mean, isn't there like a slave element to it yeah. and stuff? Yeah. See, I'm like, it's so, just because you like Gone with the Wind. I know, but I don't like slave elements outside okay. of, you know, like the picturesque type. <laughs> okay, well then... Um, she, does, she doesn't like movies that show it from the slave standpoint. Yes. She would rather that, from the white people standpoint and the slaves look happy. It's mostly right. from the white people standpoint. Okay, then yeah, happy. I'll watch it then. Yeah, the they, they, they aren't happy. Not happy. They're not happy. <laughs> but it is from the white people standpoint. Okay. okay. Although although Samuel L. Jackson's character seems perfectly happy for his he actually, play, he plays, yeah, he's he's fine with it. He plays the house slave. Of course. The, of course. <laughs> I'll just tell you one part. There's a part when um, you know, uh <laughs> Django is going to be staying in the house, sleeping in one of the beds. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and he's like, he's like, you know, that yeah, is going to be sleeping in the house. And, uh, and, uh, DiCaprio says to him, he says, yeah, you have a problem with that. And he says, no, I ain't got a guy fucking problem with that. As long as you don't have a fucking problem with me burning the sheets and the mattress. <laughs> yep. Oh my gosh. You don't want that black people rubbing off on you. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> All um, right. So I will, I will, watch that because T'Challa said so. Yeah. Well, I, once again, I really recommend Kill Bill 2, but that is, that is a must-see. Uh, whatchamacallit, um, Django Unchained is okay. definitely a must-see. All right. And that's the one that has Jamie Foxx, correct? Yes. And, yes. And also my, one of my favorite characters of all time. Oh, yeah. He's King Schultz. He's amazing. Um, who's played by um, Christoph Waltz. He won an okay. award for it. And I do know who that is. Wasn't he also in Inglorious Bastards or something? What? And he won an Academy Award for that too. Okay. All right then. So. Yeah. I will add that to my movie list. But, uh, you know, I, I like, you know, I like all of his movies, but I certainly have favorites. Um, you know, Hateful Eight is good, but you should definitely watch Django over that one. They're both Westerns. Okay. And it's uh, funny because I'm not a huge Westerns person. So it, I'm, I am not really, we'll see. I will watch it though. Now, I mean, I think you would probably, you might also like Jackie Brown, um, which is one that a lot of people don't talk about, mm -hmm. but it's got Pam Greer. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson. Um, it's got uh, Michael Keaton. Um, it's got Bridget Fonda, hmm. so beautiful in that movie. Um, it's got, oh, what's that, that guy's name? I'm looking at a picture of him right now. Who? Oh, I can't think of his name. Which one? Um, well, you haven't seen Jackie Brown, so. Uh. Al Pacino. Oh, okay. Pacino's awesome. I might be thinking the wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Oh. Are you looking it up on your decrepit computer? Yes. 
Okay. Um, I'm surprised he can, though. <laughs> Earlier, he couldn't open his browser. It's Robert De Niro. Okay, well, I could see how you would be um, yes. confusing the two. And Chris Tucker's in it, too. Oh, okay. Anyway, that one's a, a really good one. That one's just like a, a crime movie with people, like, constantly, you know, backstabbing each other. Oh, okay, <clears throat> okay. So that one's a little bit confusing the first time you watch it, because at the end, you're like, wait, all right, so who the fuck was working with each other? <laughs> You know, and you have to watch it like a third time, you know, to go, oh, okay, all right, I think I got it. Oh, jeez. So, but yeah. Um, tomorrow, it's Monday, I'm going to the eye doctor. Today oh, when was the last time you went to the eye doctor? I don't know, but, you know, um, I'm going to the eye doctor because, you know, since I, I became diabetic, mm-hmm. um, the shape of my eyes has, has changed. Right, right. They've started going back to normal. Uh, I don't know. I mean, they're still all fucked up. I mean, the shape, the shape <laughs> of them yeah. from like a viewer's standpoint, less looks like they're about to fall out of your head. Oh, you told me they were like they were going to fall No, out. it's just, <laughs> it's just like, no, it just for you, your eyes were very big. Okay. They were very present. You noticed. Well, of course, I'm not wearing glasses anymore. So, no, I mean, I'm not currently. Okay. I'm just saying like originally. It lo- it looked like your eye like your eyelid was retract would was much more retracted. Like you saw much more of my eye. I saw much more of your eye. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. But I can you know still see at a distance. Um. So I'm driving and stuff without them. You know. Mm. But then you know like I, we went to a book sale earlier today. The the local library had a book sale, and um I had to take my my magnifying glasses with me. Oh my god! So I could read the books you know, in my hand to see what the hell they were about. Mm-hmm. Um, so things that I'm, I'm holding, you know, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I can't read what this is, you know. Um, so I'm constantly going back and forth between the classes. Um, so on Monday, I'm going to go and, and see what they say. And, you know, on the one hand, I kind of, it's kind of liberating not having to wear glasses, mm-hmm. but having to constantly carry glasses around to put on to read um, because it's not like I can like just move the book. Oh, I'm way out here. No, it's longer than my arm. It needs to be before I can read it. Um, so it's, it's a mess. Okay. Well, I mean, I know now, obviously you'll, they'll make you do the diabetic th- extra test now. Um, if you hadn't already, they usually have it like as an option. And a lot of times or in the past insurances wouldn't cover it. Um, the extra test. No, it's just to, to like, to, you know, really check your pressure and do, it's just an extra step in the process. You know where they put that thing against your eyeball? Uh, not just that, but the, yeah, I think. You're being awful vague. Well, they don't do anything that's going to be like, but oh my God. Don't worry, yeah. they're just going to stick a three foot long drill into your pupil. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> um, and then uh, they're going to electrocute your chin. Mm, oh, my chin. But yeah, um, so I'm doing that on Monday. Okay. So I'm curious how that'll go. I did tell one of my friends online who's diabetic, I was explaining to him about my eye, and he wrote back, he said, he said, wait a minute. He said, your vision improved? <laughs> yeah. And I said, well, kind of. I mean, it's like, yeah, that's on here, heard of, yeah. Because yeah, I like to read a lot, you know, so it's kind of uh, frustrating. But, but yeah, he was saying most people just go blind. And I was like, well... 
Yeah. Well, you got lucky. Yeah, but uh, my I blood mean, sugars are much it's, better. It's, if it's an improvement. Yeah. Mm. So, T'Challa, what have you had going on? Yeah, exactly. Um, not much, actually. Like, um, next week... I mean, week, you're on summer break as well, right? So... Yeah, ne- ne- next week, I, uh, start band camp. hmm And that's, that's my agenda. <laughs> and I go back to school, um, well, I have to go on the 22nd and 23rd all day for a two-day, uh, training, because I'm an academy leader. And then the next week, um, I think on, like, that Wednesday... Um, teachers go back. So, gosh, already? Yeah. Yeah, summer's almost over. That's insane. It feels like it's shorter every year for uh, teachers, anyway. Jeez. Uh, Yeah. Um, That is freaky, but okay. Yeah, just it, it does, in fact, feel like summers are shorter. Well, yeah, I mean, I remember being a, a student, and, I, and maybe we were actually out longer back then, because I remember not going back to, like, almost Labor Day. But um, Well, yeah, that's, like that was the case in Jamaica. Right? We didn't go back to school yeah. until August, September, something like that. But, I mean, again, it was very different back then. So, yeah. um, you know, I think now it feels more like a push towards the year-round school versus, you know, kids having, like, a full, you know, three-month or so summer. Um, those are good times. <laughs> yeah. Are you looking forward to it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I do like my job and I love my kids, but I'm, I'm kind of (coughs) going to be kind of upset this year because, um, so many of my kids, my, my beloved kids are going to be graduating this year. Yeah. Yeah. Because I had so many during that, that one COVID semester where I only had like 10 to 12 kids that semester. Mm Mm-hmm. And so we all got really, really close. And, you know, we've, you know, we've kept in touch since then. We have like a whole, te- a, you know, a text chat group that's just all of us. And, um, you know, they, ca- they would come by every day and hang out in my room before and after school, um, you know, ever since then. And they're all going to be graduating. Um, so I'm going to be very, very sad uh, to see them graduate. Mm. Um, I told him I, I was going to see if I couldn't, you know, somehow manage to sabotage and have them all fail this year. <laughs> I'm sure they were looking forward to that. Yeah, they were like, no, 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 no. So, um, but, uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, yes. Yeah. So I don't, I don't really have anything else going on right now. I mean, outside of working all the time and um yeah we um because of the storm and all that happening uh we decided that or at least i decided once i get paid again i'm gonna have to buy one of those like you know backup batteries that you would normally use for like if you're going outdoors just to like charge your phone and that kind of stuff um i'm gonna buy i guess two of them because it things I've read said it's best to have two instead of the one if you intend to run your CPAPs off of it. So even though this is the first time the power's gone out for this long overnight, 
um, that I can remember, I want to make sure that it doesn't happen again. Because I was like, I was not nice yesterday. It was not a good day. Uh, me without sleep is worse than just regular Latoya or hungry Latoya. So yeah. Um, uh, I have news. Okay. So uh, the other day I was at the grocery store and uh-huh. um, I bought a, uh, a Prince magazine. It was one of those, you know, people salute to Prince or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, so I read it and it was interesting, of course. And I, I put it on my shelf next to the book you gave me for Christmas that year. Okay. And, um, uh, but anyway, he has a new album coming out at the end of this month. Um, it's called uh, Welcome to America with, you know, the number two, of course. Of course. Yeah. But um, it's actually an album he recorded in 2011 um, and never released. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually went on a Welcome to America tour. And, really? Yeah. Okay. And, and played a couple of the songs here and there on, you know, live, but he just never released the album. Um so I've heard a couple of songs off of it. The things I've heard off of it weren't like, you know, uh, amazing or anything, but mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to hearing, um, you know, the whole thing. I'm going to get it on Spotify, of course. Of uh, course. One thing that uh, it made me consider, though, because, you know, he, he died when he was 57, but he did like 30-something albums. Mm-hmm. You know, I forget how many albums it was. It was a lot. And, um you know, I did that thing with uh, Kiss last year where I went through every single album of theirs. Right. right and listened to each album and moved on, um, which I, I made me a Kiss fan afterwards. But um, I was thinking about trying to do that with Prince, just starting with his first album, 1978, and actually listening to every album. Do you think your opinion of him will change? Um, you know, I'm already a huge Prince fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't see it making me necessarily more of a fan. Well, I was, actually, it's the opposite. I was curious if it would, you think maybe it would, for some of the things that obviously were released in this case, like after his passing, I would assume that he kept certain music back just because he didn't feel like it was his best work. Um, so I'm curious what this is going to, this, this, would be like for you to travel down that road of listening to all his albums and then now that they're releasing stuff that well you know i feel like i mean i feel like i've probably listened to you know 70 or 80 percent of his work already um but there are some albums i know i haven't listened to like um, when i was in that magazine they were they were talking about each of his albums (laughs) you were like what what are they talking about (laughs) well no it's like they talked about the one he put out in 1999 that was his last album as, you know, the, uh, the artist formerly. Yeah. Mm. And they said that, you know, there was no promotion. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's actually very rare people. Nobody's ever listened to it because he just, you know, dumped it and, you know, ran. And, um, but they were saying it was actually a pretty decent album and stuff. And they were listening to stuff on it. I'm like, I haven't heard any, I don't know what. (laughs) Um, so, I mean, there, there are albums out that I know I haven't listened to. Um, but, um, you know, one thing that, that I thought was interesting was, do you know what his fight with his record company was really about? No, I mean, it, it, so, it, was it about the, like the internet and stuff or what? Well, there were two things, right? Okay. And what I had always heard was that it was about, he wanted control of the masters, right? Kind of like how Taylor Swift wanted her masters. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and he said, you know, that 
that he, you know, the record company wouldn't give them to him and blah, blah, blah. He was a slave. That's what I'd always heard. But that actually came about after he was already fighting with them. Um, what happened was he signed that, that huge contract mm-hmm. for, for like nine albums, right? And so he immediately did like two albums the first year and then was about to do a third and fourth the next year. And the record company came and said, hey, hey, you need to slow down. <laughs> and he was basically like, you know, what? And they said, you know, we would like you to release an album every other year so that we have time to promote it and, you know, really push the singles and blah, blah, blah. They said, you're putting music out too quickly. And, uh, <laughs> and which is which is funny because, you know, most artists get in trouble for, you know, going too slow. Right. Um, and Prince says, well, my music doesn't come on a schedule. Right. Which, I mean, hey, that's true. Yeah. And they said, well, you know, we're not going to promote two to three albums a year. You know, that doesn't make business sense. Right. We wouldn't have paid you all this money if we knew you were going to be doing it this way. You need to slow down so that we can get our money back. That makes sense. That's that's hilarious to me. But I mean, if he's recording that many, if, you know, he's putting together that many albums that quickly, why does, what does it matter how quickly he puts it out? Because I mean, they don't, they have control over when it gets released anyway. I I guess. But then of course he would no doubt, I'm sure be pissed off if you're sitting on his albums for multiple years, you know? I mean, you would, you would think this stuff would have come up during the negotiations. Well, you know, in the 80s, he was putting out an album pretty much either one a year or one every other year. Well, I mean, but um, that's what I'm saying, the lack of communication on both sides. I mean, you know, he might have been thinking, well, I'm used to putting out one every whatever, and their expectations were different. But again, I would have thought this would have been covered in the negotiations. The only thing I can think of is I bet the the studio had never encountered somebody who wanted to put out two to three albums a year. (laughs) Yeah, wow. That's... But but that's what the, the fight started about. Okay. Which I just thought was interesting. I was that like, is oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Did not know that. That's cool. Uh, so um, T'Challa has something for us to discuss today. Really? Do you remember what it is? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Spit it out before you forget. <laughs> if you could live anywhere in the world, where and why? Um, England. I've always had a fascination with England. Um, and I feel very comforted by English things. <laughs> so uh, I think it would be interesting to live in England in like a manor house or something. That would be badass. Um, but- I would also pick uh, England. Um, you know, I've always loved uh you know, English things, mm-hmm. and, uh, English music, and even their sports and their politics are interesting to me, yep. and all of those things. Um, I, I wouldn't necessarily want to live in, like, London, right, big city, but I would want to live someplace in the country, but close enough, right? you know, which England actually is not that big, so you could probably live anywhere and be, you know, <laughs> compared, to, <laughs> compared to America, you know, it's all very close. Um, Cause I had a friend one time, 
I was telling him he lives in England. And I was telling him that I, we had driven to Texas and he said, how long did it take you to get there? And I said, well, we drove there in like 16 hours. And, and he was like, you know, in 16 hours, he can drive across Europe. Oh my gosh. It's so and weird that, to think about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. He said, that's with stopping, you know, at the, the borders. <laughs> Jeez. I was like, wow. Um, but yeah, England, I just, you know, I love England. Um, I feel a kinship with the, the people. Yeah, yeah. Same here. And I mean, obviously, in my case, you know, being raised in Jamaica, having parents who are from Jamaica, um, Jamaica being an English colony, um, and still having a lot of its customs, uh, you know, it's like I was bred into it, you know, and, and so it would be really nice. That's, that's literally the only place on my bucket list is to go to England. Um, just because I'm like, you know, I've been to, to, you know, obviously the islands I've been to different places, but England is the one place where I, I would hope to see before I, you know, die. So. Yeah. So T'Challa, where would you? Finland. I mean, like if you could live anywhere, Finland. Finland, mm. why? It's the happiest country on earth. It's won that award many, many times. And uh, their nuclear program is amazing. Hmm. I didn't know there were a nuclear power. Yeah, when you said Finland, I thought I heard England I first, mean, and I was I mean nuclear <laughs> power, like as in not as in nukes, as in like power generation. Yeah, yeah, renewable energy, that kind of stuff. Yeah, they are. They are. I believe it was in a couple of years they'd be almost eighty percent renewable. That's awesome. Okay, Finland. I don't remember the exact specs, so I may be wrong, but I mean, I well, there's one point where Barry wanted to live in what Singapore or something. Did no. you, where was it that you're like, oh, they're really, really clean and orderly? Or oh, that, that is Singapore. Yeah, that is Singapore. Yeah, but I, I thought you live there. No. I thought you said you wanted to. You said like outside of having the mandatory military service or something. No. no. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, they they came you for like dropping <laughs> on the ground. Uh, you know, I, no, and their censorship. They they cut up the magazine. No. <laughs> nope. I've literally never thought about Finland. I mean, I know their flag. I see them in the Olympics, that kind of thing. But I just don't generally think about Finland. So that's actually pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah. Never thought about that. I yeah, do think I it's interesting. We None of us picked some sort of tropical place or whatever. And none of us were like, oh, here in the U.S. or, or whatever. You know, we all had somewhere else that we would prefer to go. I like the cold, so Finland. Hmm. Yeah. That's actually, yeah, that's pretty cool. Now I'm actually going to, like, dig around for other information about Finland. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of white people there, right? Yeah, you'd yeah. love it, Latoya. <laughs> uh, mo most of them are blonde and blue-eyed. Right, right. Yeah, Latoya would be, like, all over it. <laughs> Hmm. All right. Well, so we are off for two weeks um, and then we will be back for another fantastic episode, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is episode two of this season. Is it? I don't know. I thought it was. Is it two? I was hoping it was four. Ah, okay. uh, I have to check because I usually 
uh, introduced the even number episodes. So I thought it was number. I'm looking to be sure because okay. now I'm like all weirded, weirded out by it. So oh, it's moving so slowly. My browser acting crazy. Let's see. Oh wow! I guess it was. So I guess it was three. So I guess you should have. You should have um, introduced this episode. Yeah, so I was right. It was three. Yeah, you're right. Hey, T'Challa keeps up with that stuff. I, I just. I, I definitely <laughs> don't. I would like to say that, but I mean, I vaguely remember that sort of thing. So. Okay. Yeah, it was. I stole your episode, Barry. Oh, so you can odd. say something inspiring on the way out. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Um. There's one thing I was going to ask you. Me? Yeah. Hmm, okay. You'll remember after the show and text me or something. Yeah, probably. Hmm. All right. Well, um, I guess next week and the week after that, maybe T'Challa and I will record the episodes. Um, cool. I've, I've never said no to that. So. <laughs> you guys have fun. Just send it to me. I'll post it. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. All right. Uh, um, so I guess everybody, you know, remember, remember to pee right before sex and right after. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Very inspirational. Well, it's yeah. hey, it's important to know that it it's does help. True. Yeah. Does help what? Well, you know what? You pee beforehand because you don't want to have to like stop and pee in the middle of it. Right. Okay. And it's going to be like distracting to you. It's like, oh God, I have to pee. Right. The whole time. Uh-huh. Right. And then you pee immediately after sex because that kind of washes some stuff out. Right. Um, you're much likely, less likely to catch an STD if you pee immediately after sex. Um, it's just recommended by uh, doctors and hygienists. Well, we learn something new every day. But see, Latoya hasn't had enough sex to know. That's, but, that's very true. Uh, yeah, you should be right away, right after sex. Well, it's uh, good to know that apparently that's a thing because I think I would somehow feel insulted by that. So what, I had to go pee right away. Yeah, immediately afterwards, I'd be like, "Don't you want to bask in the afterglow?" Or just you know, but okay. Hmm. Well, of course, you know, guys probably don't think about it as much because most girls, you know, go to the bathroom soon after anyway, um, especially if you're having unprotected. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um but yeah 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 that's true i do like to go immediately after but k not so much so i'm gonna have to tell him he's gonna have to do that you know when we have our six month conjugal so <laughs> <laughs> something like that <laughs> all right well thank you for that that tidbit tidbit i should say yeah i, I like to you know give you a hit give you information about your tidbits <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.